0: You
1: cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. you we recording? Yeah, we welcome back to coolin' out. <laughs> so I actually
2: was trying to make a sound and I failed, so I just stopped. I act like I didn't know we were recording, but I knew we were. <laughs> I had to play that show I was like recorder. That did not come out as planned. In my head is sounding better. I mean the came down pretty cool. You made that loud. What? Wait till you hear that shit back. Welcome back to Cool Night everyone. Kel. Yeah. Sal. So. Rel. We have a special guest this week.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> One of our really good friends from college. Uh I don't even know what to call. You can let you just introduce yourself. But this is Bori. Everyone say hi to Borean. Borean say hi to the people.
3: Hi people! Hi
2: people! <laughs> Hi people. <laughs> people! I promise I'm not twelve. <laughs> I just sound like
3: that. You <laughs> wouldn't
2: be
4: up <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't need no cases. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So how you doing?
2: How have you been at the scene a long time?
4: Um, great. I'm great. So happy to be here, guys. Um, Thanks for
2: coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: it's so funny to connect after college to be here. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, cause I feel like you don't even know who we are anymore. <laughs> we blood every yeah, we catch up like about two times a year. She came to the room like, <laughs> <laughs> live in the fast life, <laughs> these streets.
1: I was like, Nah, that's not me. No, oh, I was telling her. Um, I feel like you always say that though. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa different time things. out, time out.
5: First <laughs> so look for the loyal, the loyal listeners. We mentioned do. once that we went to a girl's house named Lori way back when we started. Way back. This in is
3: November?
5: her. In November.
3: Yeah.
2: And a
5: lot's changed. Yes. Yeah. Since then, I was living back then, why I ain't living no more.
2: Facebook? You know what's funny, Morgan? Oh, I've live too, too cool. far from you. Well, not anymore. but I used to live
1: very close to you. In Brooklyn? Yeah. She lived in East New York, too? Yes, yeah. Sir. What? Her apartment oh, nice. <laughs> 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 How about an area? Hmm.
2: <laughs> <nah. laughs> no. I'm gonna tell that story really fast, though. Go
4: ahead. When we
2: came to your house, what did we come to your house for? Julia
4: was over. Why did we come there? <laughs> I think
5: it's you, like Julia. do you do. Why did we come you there? You invited Jarell and I over for
1: dinner. Thank you.
5: Yo. <laughs> like, mama, you ought to know
1: about it. You ought to know about all this shit y'all. Damn. You talk about me being a senior, right? I'm about to get home to a detective. <laughs> See the podcast drop. What <laughs> you going past <laughs> I heard what you said on the podcast.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, no,
2: so I drove over there, and I didn't know where to park, nothing <laughs> oh, was safe. Oh, that's right. nothing, oh, yeah. nothing the was safe dead, end. Like the dead end. there was no one walking around, there was no uh, streetlights, nothing.
3: We are exaggerating. Boy,
2: there's not a
5: street light Yeah, the <laughs> further up that block you go. And you live on the, the dead, dead end. end.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the last it's house on the dead end. It's like, oh, this is nice. It's really nice for <laughs> the end time, though. If you can make it.
0: <laughs> you yeah, could,
2: I'm you sure, have to be some things happen. But... So, so what? Yeah,
1: oh, so <laughs> Some weird things happen. I thought you said <laughs> some drug things to I did. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can see that.
2: <laughs> okay. But enough about that, Bori. Talk to the people. Just give them, like, a quick little, hey, I'm Bori. This is who I am. Um,
3: Job?
2: Hold that mic. Job? Or what, where do I start? You oh, never jump you jump jump, jump, oh my god, I'm worried. Say I did your next yeah, you? <laughs> I'm this place. I love black men. <laughs>
1: no, 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 oh, no. no. you get back. Get back. Well, you can't even say nothing. If you say you don't like black men, it sounds racist.
4: Word. <laughs> let's just move forward. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, my name is Moriana. 26, originally from Bulgaria. I moved to New York. Bulgaria?
0: Bulgaria? <laughs> maybe.
4: <laughs> um, it's funny, everyone knows me as Boriano from Bulgaria, I feel like. Um, yeah, I went to St. John. You know who you are. I forgot my life <laughs> <I lost laughs> for a second, yeah. Um, I moved here maybe now seven years ago to go to St. John's. That's how I make cool people. Eight. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, and. Got my bachelor's there, an MBA, and I work at an event marketing agency here in New York. Oh, not really, but it's fun. It's fun. It's so funny because I like love my job. Um, this is my full time job, and then in the evenings I coach rhythmic gymnastics, little kids between age of six and sixteen, and then I also work in a Bulgarian school on Sundays, so pretty busy. I've by that time. No, no,
2: I don't have. Joel, so. That's good. Yeah. You gotta get dedicated. <laughs> I help to squeeze it because I'm a Netflix guy. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make time for that. But that so that gymnastics class that you mm-hmm. teach is that the same group of girls that you uh, mm-hmm. took down in North Carolina when I met yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. It's the cool. same girl that I've been working with for now four or five years, and it's so incredible to watch them grow. And like um, recently came back from a big competition, uh, it was a qualifier competition where. One of our girls qualified for nationals in level 10, which is basically the higher... You have to be chosen to make it, and we kind of went there, like, not hoping at all for anything. We were just like, okay, girl. We actually had a special conversation with them, like, okay, girls, we know you're not going to qualify, but just go for the experience, and one of them just, like, ended up qualifying and doing a really great job, and we were so proud because that was kind of like a milestone for our club because we're a very small club mm-hmm. in Queens, and it's great to, like, have our first gymnast to be level 10. It's so inspiring for the little ones to know, like, okay, I can be like Sherry. I can mm-hmm. be like her. I, we, we You know, we've gotten to that level, so I can get there. Gotcha. So it's really great. Yeah, it's been wonderful to work with. Mm-hmm. It. Okay. They're, they're really sweet. So yeah. Kev
2: wanted to talk about... Uh, well, you want to start meditation, spirituality. We had a couple of things well, on your list.
5: Okay. Um, fun fact for the listeners: <laughs> okay. Jarrell Boree and I used to be what partners in poverty. Yes. In poverty. <laughs> 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 <We all laughs> so we all real. So real. Real. work study. Well, no, I find it interesting. You're very spiritual now, and uh, you're like the only person I know our age group who. Decided to just shun all toxins, oh, alcohol, gone. <laughs> it went vegan. And I just found that very interesting. Yeah. About why you make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah,
2: you was out there partying with <laughs> <laughs> Uh iguana's We got, on got Tuesday. the receipts. <laughs> 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 Kevin is so still saved in my there.
4: phone. Kevin is still saved in my phone Uh-oh. as stupid. Because we used to just sit on the stoop of my house and just drink 40s. <laughs> Forever.
5: Come a long way. It's tea yes. now but the was yes. <laughs> <Right. It's> Tea. <laughs> Earl Grey. Yeah. <laughs> Earl Grey only.
4: But yeah. So yeah. what?
2: What? Uh, what sparked that? What made you?
4: Um. I don't know. I think just life happened and situations happened. People were brought to your life that change your life, change your perspective. Experiences happen. Um. It, it, I think for me it was a combination of things, and I think. I mean, you guys know about my father, and not to like bring this conversation to a different, you know, topic and not so negative, not so positive note, but my father um, moved to America, I think, three years ago, and he had um, pretty bad stage cancer, um, so he passed away. So that was kind of like one of the turning points where I felt like, you know, a few things, I felt. I felt like we're not here forever and we need to make the most out of this life. Um, I realized how we are, you know, ba- fighting this, like, ego battle every day amongst our families, amongst our friends, in our jobs, like, trying to prove ourselves as as an identity, as a personality, as an ego. Um, and then so quickly I watched my father. People came, they put him in a bag and zipped it up, and he was gone. And within 20 mm-hmm. seconds, my whole world just, like, turned around and is, like, all that we fight for all of this that we like try to prove ourselves I'm better than you I'm bigger than you I'm more than you we all end up in the same bag like we all ended up under the zipper and that was like a really kind of like a turning point for me um, that was one and then I don't know I think just kind of the, the whole partying the drinking it, it all felt the same after a while like yeah. doing it I think it was great that i used to go out a lot and dance a lot and you know party a lot and was never a, such a huge drinker because i have zero tolerance <laughs> like i drink a corona i'm like ah yay <laughs> <laughs> I'm <boring>. <laughs> <laughs> happy 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 <laughs> yeah but um yeah that was it, it just kind of all became the same it was it lost meaning it lost purpose and mm. When I stopped drinking and continued to go out, I realized how much of um, us, how many, you know, a lot of us are using alcohol and going out and all this thing to to hide behind our problems and hide behind insecurities and and tr- trying to heal ourselves when we really aren't. We're creating more problems and kind of going deeper in the problems instead of like solving them. Um, I think it was also I was very fortunate and I, I feel blessed and great you know grace or whatever you want to call it like people just were brought to my life that um led me to that path like showed me a lot of things um and you guys may kill me for saying this but psychedelics also helped <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it all kind of which way which in ones thing. so i whatever all, you're I, comfortable with here. no I, i'm fine I'm fine. I am um, huge advocate of psychedelics, and I don't think they should be considered drugs, and I don't think should they should be banned.
1: Why we never called this? Huh? No. <laughs> um.
4: <laughs> why? Because because they there's a reason why they're banned. Because they help people see the truth. They s- they help people be free and, and happy and and push past their. Um, I don't know what to call it. Like to stop identifying as, as as individuals, as separate beings from others, to, like, we're so confined in, like, oh, I'm me, and I'm this body, and I'm the role, you know, that's why when you're, like, introduce yourself, it's, like, okay, I can tell you the color of my hair, I can tell you my age, I can tell you my sign, my birthplace, my job, my hobbies, mm-hmm. but does that define who I am? It, that's why I always find it, like, difficult, like, you know on those websites when they ask you, like, write about yourself, or describe yourself, like, I have that couch surfing or Airbnb yeah. and like I wrote something five years ago and recently I logged into my Airbnb and I read and I'm like, ew, what <laughs> What did I write? Like, I like biking and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> stupidest things where you think like you want you write what people want to see about you, like what you want people to know about you, what you want people to perceive you.
3: Mm. Anyway,
4: so whatever. <laughs> no. So no. It's that kind of like, it was the one summer where it was the partying and the going out and that kind of, I got fed up from that. And then the, the following summer felt like it was the culmination with experiencing a, um, a few, you know, I took, I, I've taken LSD and shrooms. Um, and then the summer after that, I ended up going to Brazil me, and, and drinking ayahuasca, uh, which is the most incredible experience Um, I recommend to everyone and it's really eye-opening I had it I had it there with shamans and with an entire group of people I spoke no Portuguese I knew probably one person or five people somewhat at the group and it was great it was truly liberating and (laughs) magic 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 (laughs) so that kind of is what Changed by <laughs> I have so many in, questions in right now. Summary, <laughs> in summary. In summary. In do summary. you care
1: if I ask you questions? No, go I ahead. I need to be comfortable speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, let the cat out the back. Which was your favorite?
4: Um, I really liked ayahuasca because it's a very, um, it's an interesting plant that you almost feel, like it almost feels like if you drink it, it never leaves your body. It almost feels like It's a plant that takes you under its wing. I know it sounds crazy, but it's, and you have to respect it, right? Like, I've seen people drink ayahuasca that kind of consider it, yeah, it's psychedelic. I'm going to get high, and I'm going to see all these cool colors, and I'm (laughs) going
3: (laughs) to feel fine. Yeah, that's the perfect (laughs) point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro. (laughs) Yeah, bro, exactly.
4: And then it's so funny, because if you go with that attitude, the plant will show you, like, you have to have so much respect. These are really ancient plants that, that these are ancient rituals and ceremonies that have been done for thousands of years by shamans in the rainforest that you have to have respect for the plant. Otherwise mm-hmm. you just, it's like like someone comes and smacks you five times in the face and you're like, holy shit, Like, what just happened? And you see your whole life in a lens and everything, everything, and you know, I, I drank ayahuasca with a few addicts or ex-crack addicts because crack is a huge thing in South America and um they healed that's the only really proven um drug if you will that helps people overcome well it's not a drug because it helps you overcome drug abuse (laughs) but whatever you want to call it i don't know a (laughs) medicine Mm -hmm. uh, treatment that helps addicts it's the only proven um substance so 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 when i when i was drinking with one of those addicts like he had a really tough experience like during the six hours that you were kind of like in the force of it, um, you know, it's something where they call limpeza, so sorry to the listeners, but you throw up um, sometimes. And he was having a really hard time. Like, his body was shaking, and he was really – and you can tell it's like him just like cleansing and like realizing what he was doing to his body with crack, and it's something that stayed in his body, and despite the fact he's no longer an addict, it still energetically is in his body, and it's like – constantly reminded and that's what how they really are, are cured when you drink ayahuasca you're pretty much shown what you do to your body so when I came back from Brazi- Brazil I like had no more desire to drink alcohol it just felt like I don't want to do it it, it subconsciously in a ceremony I saw that alcohol is not good for me it just like showed me what, what it does to my body and I speak for myself like I don't think that there's anything wrong with drinking alcohol as long as it's not abused I just speak for myself. I was just telling Kevin that I've been sober for three years now and Wow. And went to Paris for my birthday and felt like, you know what, I'm in Paris, I'm twenty six, I'm blessed. I'm gonna celebrate my birthday with a glass of Chardonnay. And he felt like I'm not cheating myself because I wanna do things because I like d I don't wanna drink wa- I don't wanna drink alcohol because I just don't want to. Not because I told myself I'm no longer gonna drink alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, gotcha. you're not putting a barrier on yourself, like saying, I'm gonna be this kind of person. Because, in an effort to not be defined, you're defining yourself again. Already. Mm-hmm. You're defining mm-hmm. yourself as a. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was gonna be it's like that. Bori got that putting that NBA to you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, like, I'm gonna be nervous. <laughs> but, yeah.
2: <shit. laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bori now. I'm, sorry. Like, I'm nervous. But as I was saying, <laughs> in my scholarly article, I wrote,
1: Tricking the ayahuasca. <laughs> right,
2: right, right. No, go it ahead. Oh, yeah, no, you Loose was very eye-opening. Wow, I <laughs> uh, wasn't ready. <laughs>
4: okay, go ahead. I mean, that's it. That's really why and how my – I think it wasn't intentional. It's just like life happened. It was not the, never something that I want to experience. I never wanted to go to Brazil and experience ayahuasca or psychedelics. It's, it's just life happened, and I was led through those experiences, and I'm very grateful.
2: How did that feel, having that first glass of wine? And
4: it felt years, good, I suppose. Yeah, it felt good. It was, it was great. It was great. I was happy. It, it felt great. And it, again, it felt like I'm not cheating myself. It felt like you know what? I'm free. And I don't know. It was my birthday. I was in Paris. Come on now. <laughs> are you I'm parched. You've <laughs> <laughs>
2: been on the set for ten minutes already talking about you being, being in Brazil, being <laughs> in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Trying to get that passport tatted. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I see.
4: Yeah.
5: But how does this change? Um, been on your other friends, or have you lost friends?
4: I think. I don't think I've. Mm, I guess I kind of stopped talking to certain group of pre- friends. Not again. Not intentionally. It just relationships fell apart and others became stronger naturally. And that happens regardless. I mean, we're all changing. Like, look at us. Like, four years ago, what were we doing? And look (laughs) at us now. We don't want to talk about us four (laughs) years ago. This is being recorded,
3: yeah. My mama listened to this.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we're always changing, always evolving. And that was another thing that I guess I wanted to mention mention when I was um, mentioning my father is that the thing that helped me get through the, you know, the pain and kind of the emotion, and watching y- your father suffer and be in pain and not be, and being completely helpless because you are, you're watching someone um, fight such a, a, you know, horrible disease and you're absolutely helpless, is kind of like reminding myself like this too shall pass, like everything is passing, and really seeing the. I always forget temporary permanence, tem- temporality temporality of things, like how everything is passing, how everything is just, like, coming and going, mm-hmm. like, li- almost like a, like a movie, like, there's just, you're the one watching your life, and there's, like, constant screens switching, and things are coming and going, mm-hmm. I- and it's all that there is, <laughs> so that really helped me, when in that stage, is, like, handle pain, and, and kind of, like, the tough time is to think that, this is not gonna last forever. There's no way this pain lasts forever. Like from 10 years from now, I'm not gonna feel the pain with the same strength that I'm feeling the pain now. Mm -hmm. And it's even better, you know, two years now have passed and the pain is no longer there. I mean, there's just like a good memory of my father, but, and it helped me put things in perspective in my life. You know, going through like tough times in school, whatever, like you're always reminding yourself like, this show pass. this show pass. Everything will pass. Mm but yeah, with my friends, definitely, some some relationships that I, you know, people that I used to go out with a lot, I no longer was able to keep in, in contact with as much because there was no interest there. There was, we were, we had different instru- interests. Mm-hmm. Um, with others, it became stronger because, and it's so funny because, you know, how you know we're mirrors for each other and we're, what you're projecting, oh, what, what you seek is seeking you. That's my favorite. Thing. What you seek is seeking you. So if you're seeking like peace and meditation, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin uh, Jarrell is confused. What happened, Jarrell? Boy
2: read a Buddha book. Once it, just,
5: like got mad. Quote was about to drop on them. <laughs> Go
2: ahead.
1: No, said, what, no. no, Kevin
4: knows this is my favorite uh, quote. I've mentioned this to you before.
1: What you are seeking is seeking you. What you seek is seeking Seeking you. You, And it's
4: true. Like, what you're projecting, what you're putting out there in the world is coming back to you. You're attracting. Naturally, you're attracting. So, of course, if I was searching for spirituality or, like, some kind of clarity on that level or meditation or peace or more like calmness in the soul instead of the wow, like <laughs> 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 yeah, Song as, as that yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: so,
3: that's Drake <laughs> <I'm kidding>. that's <laughs> not Drake, you take that back yeah, that was unkind
5: <laughs> <laughs> let that slide <laughs> so <laughs>
4: yeah some friends, I was brought a, a different you know, for example, Stephanie um, currently my VP, funny enough my coworker, but also one of my best friends. Like, we were we went to St. John's together. She was in our school, but I was never close with her. She ended up going to Brazil, and after kind of like a, this little metamorphosis, if you will, like a little change in my life, somehow we were brought together. Somehow we were brought together, and I brought a joke to her, like, "Hey, are you guys hiring?" And next thing you know, like three months later, I, three interviews later, I was in her company working, and now we are day in and out. We're together, and we're really good friends. And that was because she went to Brazil and she kind of, she's Brazilian um, by, you know, you know, her father is Brazilian. And
1: she had the ayahuasca.
4: She didn't. She never did. Uh, but she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <you made> it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, it is because it's too easily
1: accessible to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just nothing to her. <laughs> oh, that's all yeah, right. Yeah, no. Never mind. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, but it's true. It's, it's interesting. Like people, I love Brazilians. So if there's any Brazilian listeners.
2: Shout to y'all. You just blow kisses at the yeah. mic.
4: <laughs> she was scared of it at yeah. first. <laughs> now she's now she blowing kisses. Kiss. Right.
1: <laughs> she was five feet away, from before shit, we told you you're now not gonna be blowing nervous. On it,
2: blowing kisses at. <laughs>
4: <it>. <laughs> for Brazilian. But that's uh, funny though because
2: yeah. when you like make changes in your life and as we get older, you start to see who your real friends, friends are. Though. Mm-hmm. Because for example, I'm not calling about anybody out, but like I've had friends who like, I used to go out with all the time, nonstop. But when you stop going out as much. You realize like you guys just stop talking as much because it's like, you really have nothing else to talk about except for, Oh, what are you doing this week? What are you Mm -hmm. doing this weekend? Are you going out tonight? What are you doing tonight? And the the conversation just becomes so stagnant because it's based just on us going out together. And
4: then after the weekend is like, holy shit, we were so drunk. Yo, man, what happened? And then do a damn
2: (laughs) thing productive. Yep. Yeah. Like, I mean, I,
4: I, for example, I went when I was home in Bulgaria this summer, I went out because. My friends were going out and mm-hmm. we're celebrating someone's birthday, or whatever. Like, actually, I brought my mom. I think we went to a piano bar. Your I mom's th- mad. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we were out until three or four in the morning, mm. and we're dancing. <laughs> <Right. But laughs> right. So like, I don't think there's anything wrong with going out, but it has to be with some, you know, limit. A limit. Exactly. Three in the and morning. like, have fun. You mm. know, it's pe- a lot of people go out just I to know. go out.
1: I feel like 11, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if it, if you if you after twelve o'clock, if you out after twelve, I feel like you just pushing it. Like you just <laughs> you just want to be out.
2: No, I mean this. So this, this sometimes it, it just depends. like me sometimes. and Kevin. Like, so like I think about two years ago or it was a year ago now. Me and Kev, we were talking. We we're like, yo, no more. Like we're not gonna force anything anymore. It's like we're out when we do go out, and it's like around, like, 11, and, like, we don't feel like something's actually gonna happen, I'm leaving. That'd be Before, up. I would just stay out till 3, 4 in the morning yeah. and hope it's... Yeah, find another spot. Hit yeah, up. Let's, let's, let's just keep going let's keep, yeah. going, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going, hoping something will happen amazing. And the night just wasn't, it just wasn't meant to be. There's nights where it just naturally flows, though, where you can be out to 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. and time just passes and you, you by. Know, You're like, oh, damn, we had so much fun. Uh-huh. But if we're just out, and we're just standing around, and we're like, oh, we want to go to the next bar, and I'm like, I'm not feeling it tonight. Like, yeah. I can already tell.
4: Yeah. going home. Yeah. Yep. And I think.
5: Hangovers are vicious now. With this,
2: hangovers it's a a waste. Waste waste of money. Waste of money is is the biggest part (laughs) to me. I hate wasting money. I'm like, why am I spending all this money on this? Like, no. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I got
2: some wine in the crib. Don't worry. (laughs) That coke ain't gonna never break.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw the um, California. I think they're allowed to serve alcohol now until four. Till four AM. Yeah. yeah. My first thought was just, why? That's so late. <laughs> That's so late. You know what's funny? Back in the days, I used to always
2: think, like, yo, why doesn't LA the clubs stay open to four? I did too. And now I'm like, why does New York stay open the four? Like, who don't to be out this late. Yeah. There's no point.
5: Imagine tw- telling 23 year old
1: <laughs> I know, right? Oh, but, like, <laughs> shit, we going to L.A.
5: <laughs>
2: to do the same thing we do in New York. We're <laughs> in LA, we going to L.A. drink till four. That's why we going.
1: Yeah, but you got the beach right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's pointless. I don't know. I find a lot of my friends, too, like before. Like, I, I used to go out, but I don't go out that much. But a lot of my friends now, like, they'll just go out because they have issues. Like, oh, I had a bad day at work. Let me go drink. A drink or like, oh, my! like one of my boys, he came into the my friend's house and he just like didn't say hi, didn't say anything. Just like, oh, this girl broke my heart. I'm never talking to a female again. You guys down to go drink. And we're like, <laughs> this is all within a <laughs> matter of five seconds, mind you. And we're like, yo, like relax. what? Like, relax. Yeah. And we smoked, like we smoked and everything. And he's just like, man, like, I feel so depressed. Like, you guys want to go out now? How yeah. old? Our age, 26. <laughs> But he's a, damn. I want not Nah, fuck no, it. No, he's a ginger, and ginger no, men don't. are known as emotional. Emotional. Yeah, that's that's the views expressed by Ryan. Ryan. I, I say it, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan. solely. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ryan. fine. Ginger <laughs> men are known to be emotional. Ginger <laughs> <That's right>. men. <laughs> But drop the list and this shit. Right. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure I still I bang with y'all. Still
5: bang with you and just too yeah, All love over here. Heavy. It was good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Did you> just <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I just found like a lot of the times people drink to cope with things, and I feel like yeah. you never you never really deal with it mm. by drinking. Absolutely. Drink because you you like drinking, not yeah. to say it like that, but not to suppress a feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. turn alcohol way too often to way suppress it. Way too things, often. Yeah,
4: yeah I, th- I think there's nothing wrong with going out or drinking if you are fully conscious and aware of why you're doing it. Like, yeah. I want to do it. I go out because I love dancing. I don't drink. I can go completely sober all night with my friends drinking, but I love dancing. I love being around people that like to dance, and I enjoy myself. It's, yeah. it's fun. But, yeah, if you do it for the wrong reasons, like anything, eating, working, you know, yeah. people, yeah. people abuse work, too. I know a lot of workaholics that, because they have problems, they don't want to go home and deal with them. Mm. They w- they stay in the yeah. office.
3: Ooh, fridge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. My mom used to do that. Badass kids at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put us some overtime. Though. Don't you worry. I'll put us some overtime.
2: <laughs> You'll make it home. You're all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. What about meditation? We talk a lot about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Uh, some people never really, I, we, we don't really know as much about it, I feel like, mm-hmm. as we should yet. Mm-hmm. You might be the expert. No, no, no. No?
4: By no means the expert. Because um, I feel like meditation is something that you don't like, graduate and you get a degree in, like, you've mastered meditation. I mean, y- you probably master meditation if you're like a, some kind of, I don't know, a master that can. There's people, like, for example, in India or so, where. They can survive without water or food because they,
2: sit there for hours.
4: they just like sit and meditate, and they've reached a, a higher state of samadhi where they don't need, you know, water or food, whatever. But that's like very, very deep um, meditation in the Western world, as we call it, as we know it. Um, I mean, there's different techniques. There's lots of de- different techniques. There's different ways, different interpretations. Um, I personally went to a, a course which is called Vipassana, which was a 10-day silent. Have I told you about this, mm-hmm. Kevin? 10-day of, uh, silent retreat where it was kind of intense. They take your phone, they take all of your belongings, they take books, they take everything away from you. There is no physical contact, no eye contact, no words spoken for 10 days. It's <laughs> up in Massachusetts. And it's. Um, and you have
2: to pay them for this? It's
4: completely <laughs> free. It's completely free. It's donation-based. Think based. about it right. It's donation-based. That was a
2: good point. I didn't even <laughs> think <it laughs> of that No. You have to pay for this. No,
4: no. What well, about
2: my finances nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> but it's free.
4: It's donation-based. It's, it's wow. donation-based. And based. So it's free, you say?
2: Yes. <laughs> you keep saying donation-based. I'm going to keep saying free. Free. That's completely free. Museums
1: say <laughs> donation-based. And I just walk right through. <laughs> 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 That's true. <Good> afternoon. <laughs> <Good afternoon. laughs> hey, you gonna pay anything? Mm mm mm.
2: Wow. But well, how do you survive like that? with like they feed you? I'm hoping. They feed you. Oh, okay. No, the food
4: is great. <laughs> the food is great. They feed you. At and it's kind of intense. It's <laughs> <my> <laughs> yeah. Mouth. You open your mouth and they put. Sport. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh. kidding. <laughs> But it, it's, it was great. That was a, a very interesting experience for me. Um, it was very hard. The first three days, I was literally crying and like, felt like banging my head against the wall mm-hmm. because all these things that we're used to, such as your iPhone, books, and things like, even like this, there's words here on the wall that my eyes are reading. All of that is taken away from you. Even a simple thing is eye contact where I exchange energy with you. That was taken away from you, and you're just completely left with your thoughts. And it was the it was kind of like a very scary experience where I felt um, a lot of like I don't know I felt I felt like I miss my mom even though I live with her and I I was not home for three days I can go mm. I like went off to Brazil to Brazil for two months and did not even once think about my mom. Shout out to you. mom. mom. <laughs> sorry I mom. Shout mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mama boy
2: <laughs> loves you dearly. <damn. laughs> <Word. laughs> I didn't think about you once, but I love you
3: to death.
4: <laughs> Sorry, mom. But yeah, but those three days, it was like, I don't know. It was it was just detachments, mm-hmm. detachments from things. And and it was very hard to sit still and, and not be able to talk to people and not be, you know, not express yourself. And I remember like my roommates would come and you're in a room with complete strangers and the girls would walk in and immediately like judgments would pass through my mind and. Things that I like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a horrible person. like, oh, she's fat. mm, She looks miserable. I'm like, oh my God, why am I thinking these things? It's so scary. But when you're left alone in quiet with only your thoughts, you start to observe how much of that chatter is happening in your head. And... On a regular, you, uh, you either run with it and you follow through that thought, like, yeah, she's really fat. Oh, oh. and you go on and believe it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but when you're left in silence, you kind of like get to observe it as an outsider, like a, as an observer, and you watch the thoughts come and go. And then by day 10, I rem- I was sitting for like six hours a day, seven hours a day in meditation, completely like zenned out. It was beautiful. It was very beautiful. Did you feel outer body? Um it felt like more of the body disappeared because there was also a pagoda, which is kind of like the, uh, I think what the Buddhist, it's the Buddhist equivalent of a church. And so you sit in this like room, I- each pagoda has a, a meditation rooms mm-hmm. and they're soundproofed and they're, they're completely black. It's just a door, I don't know, two by two meters, whatever, whatever. And it's completely black. So eyes open or closed, it's pitch black. And it completely quiet. And you sit there and you meditate. And at some point, you completely lose the shape and form. And again, this idea of like you as an individual, as a separate being of the outside world, Mm. you completely merge into the rest of the world. So it was was a very interesting experience, that. And that's really how much my meditation um, extends. Uh, I try to continue because they suggest that you continue to meditate daily, um, in the morning and in the evening. Using the same technique that they teach you there, um, for me it was kind of hard to continue because of the whatever the crazy schedule. Um, but now I just like sit on the subway and I'll just close my eyes. And honestly, there's so many different techniques. You don't have to even close your eyes. You can just simply be observing your thoughts. Like you can sit with your eyes closed and watch all the judgments and all the thoughts. And I have to send this email. Projections about the future. What I need to do. Where I want to be in two years. And mm-hmm. all that things like. For me, wow, <laughs> for me, wow! I can't stop talking.
5: We told you. For me, wow! I can't stop talking.
2: Told you. Look at that realization.
5: <laughs> Is meditation one on one? Exactly. Told you. that mic? We
4: told you. It was mic. Exactly. We told you. <laughs> <laughs> the mic. But no, go with, ahead. <laughs> for me, um, what was I gonna say? I, well, now I forget. Don't Whatever. pretend now. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> so who supervises that? You said like you guys can't have any eye contact. Is it more like you supervising yourself?
4: Yeah. There are uh, managers, so helpers that are in charge of the program there, and they kind of, like, if you know, you're not supposed to talk, but if the friend that you're staying with in, or the person you're staying with in a room is, like, crazy and snores and you can't sleep at night, there has to be someone that, not the people that snore are crazy, but... <laughs> Too late, you said, <laughs> it. <laughs> <I> said it. said <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> but you, there has to be someone to complain to or whatever to address if there's an issue so yeah there are people that supervise you in a way they also stay in silence
2: when you meditate for like six hours at a time is any it
4: It, it it, wasn't at the time it would usually be like six hours a day so it would probably be like two hours two hours because i was like
2: do you ever take a nap like (laughs) you just it it, it (laughs)
4: happened it happened yeah so one of the exercises like probably day six or seven is when they ask you to kind of like dedicate and um, decide not to move for an hour regardless of what it is and it's it's almost like don't laugh you know like when you go take a passport photo and they're like don't smile and i can't stop smiling for like 30 minutes and they're like stop smiling and i'm like i can't
0: (laughs) (laughs) ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30 percent off
5: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today.
4: It's like the same thing. Like, they tell you don't move for an hour, and you're like, oh, crap. I got an itch. Exactly, exactly. And then everything all of a sudden starts to be itchy. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like... Pain happens, and like itchy happens, and sometimes like you want to sleep. Sometimes you want to take a nap, and the body goes whatever. But um, <laughs> you like try. It it happens. It happens. Like the teacher that I follow, it's a it's a spiritual teacher that I follow. He says that that's the the, the trick of the mind. That's the way of the mind to to trick you right at the most important point when if my teacher is making a, a point. To distract you, or oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, or mm, let me take a nap, and you fall asleep. It's like he thinks, like he says, like that's the way of the mind to kind of like distract you of the most important pointing, of the most important. And you don't know, but it happens. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I read a, um, I for some reason, like I got into Buddhism, I mm-hmm. forgot exactly, the OA. It's a mm-hmm. show on Netflix since we watch Netflix now. Yeah. Okay. But um, I got into Run Buddhism. About my girl. <laughs> <laughs> See if she approves. <laughs> but um, one of the things they said was like uh, Siddhartha. Um, basically he was the 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 main Buddhist, and I I don't remember it correctly. But one of the stories was while he would meditate, he would get distracted a lot of the uh, times, and his main distraction was his family. Mm-hmm. So he got into a point where he started thinking about like his wife and he was trying to basically reach the highest form of meditation, which is like an outer body experience. you basically are you, you feel it like you're not in your body you're you're basically going through time whatever blah 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 and his um, they said that he had a thought of his wife and about how selfish it was that he was leaving her because he was going on this spiritual journey. Mm. And um, he started thinking about his wife and how sad his kids was gonna be mm-hmm. um, that he left. Through all that, he started doubting himself but about what he was doing. Attachments. And he was basically yeah, he was attaching himself to these thoughts, and mm-hmm. he wasn't allowing himself to grow spiritually. Yeah. And he realized like I don't know if someone in his mind was speaking to him or he was speaking to himself, but yeah. he realized to let go of these things. Mm. And, in his mind, like he slowly started to let go, and he's like one of the most uh devout Buddhist. like he is the Buddhist, basically, but mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things I heard yeah. like you attach yourself to your most uh attached things, so like yeah. if it's my girlfriend, chewie, I don't know yeah. if he still cares for chewy anymore. Yes. It's my little shit suit, he forgot Aww. about him. I forget about him <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Daddy still loves yeah, yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> just a deadbeat. <damn> <laughs> <Just a damn. laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, I, when I yeah. read that, it's, it's hard, like, to detach yourself yeah. from things. And like that is, I feel like, one of the ways your mind does trick you in a way, like... Totally. Oh, you you, you want to do this. You really want to do totally. this. You don't and,
4: and for each one of us, it's different thing. Mm-hmm. Like, y- each one of us has, like, a weak point where it, you feel completely vulnerable or, like, attached or maybe fully identified by a certain quality of yours or a certain thing that you do. And that's, like, you may... Uh, kind of transcend every other thing and that would be kinda like the last um ace of the mind if you will the last like mm. aha mm-hmm. I got you here though because I know how much you care about your family. I know how much you care about your That's shih- crazy. T- yeah. <laughs> so
5: I use um I use Headspace to meditate. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Andy, <laughs> Shouts to Andy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> And what you
5: guys are saying, I do get distracted as well but mm-hmm. it's guided. So he, he comes along like every couple of minutes yeah. and just reminds you like let the thoughts come and go and just focus. Because I couldn't imagine yeah. just doing it on my own yet. Mm. I'm not there yet. But yeah, yeah. the guided for me.
4: No, really yeah, helped. guided meditations are great. And it's it's so interesting. Actually, on that course, the Vipassana course that I, I did, during the day, it's kind of like certain sexu- cer- certain parts of it were, were guided, but majority was, was just silence. Um, but at the end, uh, they would play a video by uh, Gwenka, who's kind of like the teacher and the founder of that technique. Mm-hmm. and Everything you're going through throughout the day, like the first three days, like the the hard time I described to you guys, like how I was having difficulty, the the attachment to my mom, to my cat, to home, all these things. Mm -hmm. He described like (coughs) every single night for 10 days what I went through. uh, Everyone went through the same experience. And we're all just like, are you kidding me? Like we're all just like this, like laughing and really like energetically felt like, We all experienced the same thing in a different shape and form. It was experienced a different way, but we all felt the attachments. And he would address it at night, just like you're saying, like, okay, I know your mind was very distracted today. I know your body was really hurting today. I know you experienced some deep, deep attachments. Like, I can't remember exactly specifics, but it was very, very interesting. We were all just like laughing and we couldn't believe how on point it was. And and guided meditations are great, I think, for that, especially here for the West, because we need that. Like, we live in a crazy, crazy mm-hmm. world full of distractions, <laughs> full of instant yes. gratification, of, of words everywhere, information everywhere, everything. Everything is just, like, pop up here, pop up there, commercials, advertisements. And our mind is completely overwhelmed. I don't know how to shut it down. Like, I, I seriously don't. I still meditate, and I do yoga, and... And I try to, you know, stay away from a lot of, you know, and it's sad. Like, I don't follow politics. I don't follow follow cultural things. And I I have no references in the office when they talk about what happened at Miss Universe or whatever. Like, I don't know anything about these things. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of, like, lame. But it's my way of of surviving, really. It's survival at this point.
2: It is extremely hard to detach from things. Because, like, one of my, like, biggest issues is, like, me trying to go to sleep at night. Like, even if I shut everything off, my brain will still be, like, running rampant. I think about shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, most of the time, like, when I fall asleep, I don't even know I fell asleep. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll wake up the next morning and be like, oh, shit, I fell asleep. Like, I'm not like most people. I know a lot of people can be like, oh, I'm going to sleep and just fall asleep. I can never do that. Like, I'll lay there for a little bit in, like, darkness. And, like, I won't fall asleep until, like, my brain, like, Get truly quiet. just shuts down, then I just, my body can't take no more, then I'll fall asleep. Yeah,
4: It's yeah. very difficult yeah. to, like,
2: shut it off. I'm, mean yeah. like, constantly about 80,000 things at one time.
4: I agree. I've experienced that uh, many times, and it's interesting, like, leaving the office and going to gymnastics because the, the the job, the two jobs are completely different. One is very, like, free and creative, and I get to do and inspire the girls and, you know, be kind of like a leader a role model, and my other job is more structured and more, like, dates and deadlines and get everyone to deliver everything on time the yeah.
2: <laughs> same thing with, with like us in this exactly pod, in the podcast oh <laughs> yeah it's like matt deadlines everything's super professional straight <laughs> i get here i'm like all right fuck this fuck that yep. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck
1: this fuck that
4: exactly exactly but when i take the train for an hour between my two jobs i realize like my brain is still, still going because i'm multitasking a lot at my job and like my brain is still going crazy speed, and my, yeah. I pull out my phone seven times, realizing there's nothing to do on my phone. Put it in your pocket <laughs> and leave it there. I do this all the time. Just leave it, it there. Stop checking. Just, just
2: gotta head. push the button. See? Exactly. Well, okay, nothing.
3: Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 something vibrates. <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like it's like when you're a,
2: it's like when you're a kid and there's nothing to eat in the refrigerator, You <laughs> keep <laughs> opening it, but you keep going back and looking like something. I still something do that. I still do you that. Do that. that oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, same thing from two minutes ago. Nothing there. Okay. Yeah. they are make so it
1: whatever's true. in the fridge. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, mine is <laughs> the internet. Because uh, I'm working on a computer and I might be listening to music or listening to a podcast and they say something and that triggers something in my head. Yeah. I stop what I'm doing. I look up that thing <laughs> and then it's like when you go, th- you ever go through on these uh, YouTube wormholes where you watch a video, watch a video. Yeah. I don't do that at work. I really don't. <laughs> but it triggers thoughts that remind me of something, remind me of something. Yeah. And then if you don't stop yourself.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a smart thing by YouTube to have that autoplay function. Oh, right? oh yeah. yes, sitting there for hours, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh okay, but like Netflix does that. Like everything, everything yeah. in society, like any type of like streaming service, does that where it just keeps going uh-huh. and you uh-huh. just like sit there. Like people like society thinks it's cool to like binge watch TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I do it because it's a break from like work. Mm-hmm. But
4: mm-hmm.
2: It's actually mm-hmm. crazy to sit there for hours and just keep watching something.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, it's true. And and that thing that you say about the break, I mean. Probably the only thing I watch on Netflix and you guys are gonna laugh, but I watch Friends <laughs> 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 Jarrell's disappointed. I should leave now. No, it's cool. <laughs> <I'll be there>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> cool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what I realized that the past three days I've Kind of been like exhausted from work, and I sit on the couch, and there's nothing going on in my head. I just like I don't even pay attention because I've seen the show so uh, the episode so many times. Mm -hmm. I'm just like staring at a moving motion, something, something. Just like because staring at a wall would look weird, so you're just staring at a TV, but not really
5: looking through it. Yep. I, I don't mind that now because I know what I usually used to do to we're kill time. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, taking it a <laughs> day at a time. It's right back back. <laughs> I'm getting better. It's an <laughs> yeah,
3: No, hell yeah. It's definitely better than how so we used to better. live. So,
2: we're oh getting
4: yeah, older. I do this
5: for a couple of hours on a Saturday. It's yeah. cool. We all need a break.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're
5: getting
2: older. So we're not old, though, but we're getting older.
4: Older. I think
2: we're just maturing.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, I like that.
2: What, what what more mm. could we do? My liver my liver shut me down no. <laughs> it, 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 it failed me a couple of times and I, I was like, I gotta listen to you. <laughs> you know? right, no more, no more.
1: Yeah. That is crazy though, how when we got into college, it was like, Oh, we could drink. Like that was the, I only I started drinking when I was eighteen with you guys. That was the first time no. I've ever drank. No, ever since then. To drink a couple I know I know drink it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 I ain't drink till I was twenty one. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> Not yeah, Same. I like a beer or so in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> college, senior year, but yeah, college. <laughs> <laughs> college <laughs> I, yeah. I drink.
2: I didn't drink like I'm a, a, lot, <laughs> a lot in high school, but like
3: people. Have, <laughs> middle school. No, people would, have, people would
2: have parties. So Like in my high school, there's people who like had their own apartments. It mm-hmm. was like very. Really? <laughs> Think about it now. It's like very odd. Like he was still parties of the time.
1: There'll be alcohol there and stuff. Yeah, people, you, you
2: pay the neighborhood junkie to go get you the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, but how alcohol is a part of our society, though, it's like a step we have to overcome at one point. Like they put it in front of us and they're like, let's see how you do with it. You're going to either go die, become out. Al- I remember too when we got, in- fuck, we got in trouble. For having alcohol in the dorm, and I had to go to like the the A. Is that
2: when I turned C- around?
1: Yep, that's okay, when y'all turned around. Said, oh,
2: yeah. Okay, don't look good in there. Shout, you, out G- to, shout out to shout out <laughs> yeah. no I was for, like, yo, yeah. like, we gotta
5: go back. Rose was like, yo, just
1: let's just go back.
2: <laughs> no need for all of us to go down.
1: <laughs> shout out to Chris who knocked on the door. Listeners, us Chris went back. He went back. <laughs> <laughs> he went back to tell us that public safety was coming, <laughs> when public safety back. was already in the room. Lost the good one. <laughs> No, but they put you in these alcohol meetings and they make you take these tests and tell you like how alcohol is bad and you shouldn't be doing it. And it's like really like it's serious out here. Like people yeah. really get dependent. It's because they put it on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. In yeah, a, I in, think in so too. Society.
2: Like in Europe, in Europe, like they just yeah. ingratiate that in their everyday life. Like yeah. kids start drinking wine dinner, you know. So like it's not like it's, it's not like a a fetish with it. Like when yeah. we get twenty, we're like, damn, we have to drink. We have to. We yeah. have to. Do <laughs> <laughs> this. We have to so I feel like damn, yeah. we gotta do it. You know, it's like a forbidden apple. And then you get it and like you just fucking go ham with it. I didn't
1: like it at first. I almost threw up. And it's like, why would I fucking drink this? And then six months later, <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, yo, what bottle we get in?
1: <laughs> that we finished the day of? What well, bottle? Y'all
2: was living life on what forty we get?
5: Huh? Oh, I mean, there was like eight people was, on that oh, bottle. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Forties and 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 cans. Partners in poverty. Poverty. <laughs> Shouts yeah. to Double J Yeah
1: What <laughs> um
2: Is there anything
5: else? <laughs>
1: Traveling Hobbies Travel yeah Interest Traveling You travel a lot As people <laughs> will find out On your Instagram <laughs>
4: <laughs> It just happens So I travel for my work Cause I We produce events Across the America I travel for competitions Because Balling.
1: Go ahead Keep talking Big money, boy. <laughs>
4: hey, I work three jobs. and might as well spend my money. Hey, oh, 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 oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit, stun on them. Work, <laughs> okay, bo- that's work that's
2: three spent. jobs. and Might as well spend it on
3: stun.
1: You don't got nothing to spend it on, so. <laughs> okay. That's not how I sounded. I don't
4: That's cool. Sorry. That's um, what your inner spirit sounded like, though. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I travel for work. Um, I travel for competitions with the girls <laughs> mostly in the spring. Um, and then for personal trips, of, of course. I every Any federal holiday or any day I have off, I am like, yes, where am I going? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Um, and yes, thank, thank God I have now my work visa so I can exit and enter the United States. <laughs> no, be <laughs> careful, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> might not be able to come Trump, back. I <laughs> know, Mr. Trump, we don't know. <laughs>
2: Like Bulgaria. <laughs> They're not on the list. approved list. Be <laughs> careful. <laughs> I don't see them here. I know. If Germany's bad, I don't know about Bulgaria. Come check this. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know my eyes bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Control F. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Sound weird. No. <laughs>
4: but yeah, I kind of was um, stuck in... in in the United States I mean I couldn't really <laughs> travel for like two two years I think um, so I was here legally working and residing but I couldn't leave the states so now I got my visa and I've been like trying to travel more mm-hmm. I'm also go- I'm dating someone in London so I kind of have to travel <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we <got> lost <laughs> chains <laughs>
1: How's that. <laughs> 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 <We got> <laughs> <living>. <laughs> I got a man <laughs> in London. I got three jobs. So, <laughs> the next, so what's your next trip?
4: Next trip is probably, well, there's one in Milwaukee at the end of June because mm-hmm. it's national championships for the girls. Okay. Um, And then July, I'll probably be going to Bulgaria for my best friend's wedding. That's like kind of like mandatory ones. Gotcha. Uh, we just came back from Virginia, West Virginia, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Hiking. Uh, no. Yay.
1: Do you meditate out there where you go, or you mm. just...
4: This time it wasn't, it was more like very active. Mm-hmm. We did a very intense like 12, o- 12 kilometer hikes, like hiking, um, climbing rocks, like mm-hmm. rock climbing. Um, so it was more like physically active. Um, but sometimes, yeah, it depends on where I go. In March, I went to India for 10 days, actually two weeks, and that was really... Truly profound, like beautiful experience. I wanted to go to India for a very, very long time. The travel is very long. It takes like 30-something hours Mm. because we... (laughs) It's it's Mm. like you lose completely an idea of who you are, what life is this, what planet, what time zone, where are you... Like, no idea. You leave one day, and then two days later, you arrive.
3: That's crazy. It's
4: so confusing. It's so confusing, but... Mm. It was fun. It, It was fun. It was just funny landing in Delhi, and then like taking a six hour um, bus ride or a car ride, it depends on what you're taking, to like deep towards the Himalayas in a small city where I was Rishikesh. And it's crazy, it's like a single road that they turn into a highway basically where you have trucks and buses and cars Mm -hmm. and motorcycles and donkeys and cows and monkeys and kids and entire villages around it. It's a single road, like not even paved or like,
2: It's just
4: just dirt road, dirt road.
2: And you complain about being stuck in the United States for two years. I know. First world problem. (laughs) First world problem. (laughs) One (laughs) of us.
5: (laughs) I was stuck in the
4: United States (laughs) (laughs) for two years. It's true. It's true. It's true. That's That's crazy.
2: So
5: just going to all these different places, does that do anything for your spirit, your energy?
4: yeah I well you know it's interesting because my my guru the teacher that I follow I, m- I went to India to see him to be in his presence um, and he always says like human beings are uh, atta- addicted to experiencing and I think that for for some time mm. i've I felt that that when I see someone's travel pictures or something like I get bitter I feel like I'm missing out on life I'll tweet
2: that. <laughs> it's a Darrell original right there. <laughs> <laughs> the animal, we'll put it in quotes too. <laughs> <laughs> beings are addicted to experience. Go ahead, though. Don't worry.
4: And that, yeah, it felt like, I'm sure we have all experienced that, like some kind of sense of like, oh my God, I'm missing out. Look at this person. Like, I want to mm-hmm. go to Machu Picchu and all these places. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Shit, then I want to s- go to the Himalayas. a
5: dam <laughs> <laughs> or two out when I see some
4: and, But then the second, <laughs> like, something inside, like, calmed down and said, you know what, you're going to go. It's fine. Like, it's just, and it's in, I guess India was one of those things where I've dreamed about going to India for two years, and it was completely profound, just like out of words. I can't even put to put words to it to describe what I experienced there. Um, but I- it was exactly that. It was just an experience that came and passed. And there's memories of it. There's pictures of it. There's the memory in my heart and in my mind, mm-hmm. and the, the m- you know the memory of meeting the guru. But is is just another memory. It's mm-hmm. just another experience. It is just it's just another thing, is living every day in New York. It's I mean it added something to it. It changed me uh, in a way, like I met people, I made new friends, yeah. like it added something to your identity, to your being, but if you if you allow only these things to identify you, you would would never have enough of traveling and enough of experiencing and enough of those things because you would always want more and more and more, just like we want more alcohol and more food and more work and more this, more that. It's just another thing that we want more and more of and we're not completely satisfied with just a single trip or a single, or maybe you never travel in your life and that's fine too. It's just how your life is supposed to be.
1: So do you think we should be attached to things?
4: No. No, no. No one. I think attachment is 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 a bad thing and I think we are all attached to very to lots of different things. Um I'm attached to very a lot of things. My cat. <laughs> <laughs> My cat being one of them. Um you know, it's interesting because I like think about these things. I I went to to India and where there's so much poverty and and so much uh blessings and, and People are very spiritual, spiritually aware. To, aware, I guess. Like mm-hmm. everywhere around, everywhere you look is like pictures of gods, and like the people wake up six in the morning and they go and touch the Ganga, which is the river, the Ganges, the river. Walking, um, in that's nearby the city. Like they worship the trees, they worship the river, they worship their food, they worship the cows. Like everyday things that we take for granted, and and then know, like I can walk around there like wearing whatever, blah, 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 but then I come to New York and I'm like, Oh my god, these J. Crew shoes and these things like and it makes no sense, you know? Like I go to yeah. places like that and I go hiking and I am you're completely free and you don't care about these things and yet like I've recognized that that's an attachment of mine is like how do you look or like what do you buy? What do you spend your money on? Like what like when I buy a certain pair of shoes, what does that tell about you as a person? Mm-hmm. And you identify. It's it's identity. It's just how you identify yourself. And that's something like I need to let go of is like, I don't know exactly what, but it. <laughs> there's so many things I need to let go of. Mm. So, so many things.
2: People are, are highly attached to, sp- I think, Oh yeah. to, to like fashion and brands. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I saw this man and he had these, I promise they were like just these regular black dress shoes. It looked regular. I was like, oh, they're nice. Like, they look yeah. regular dress shoes. Yeah. But it had a red stripe going down the, the bottom of the hill. Oh, so prides. I knew it was Prada. Oh. But he had his because he had his feet like he had his legs stretched out on the tram, so I knew it was product. But I was like, yo, those just any old regular pair of shoes. You just paid about three to four hundred dollars extra just to have Couple that just have that red stripe and mm-hmm. on the bottom of your sh- uh, on the bottom of your foot.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, people are really like addicted to like high yeah. fashion and, and that's how they cow. Look and
1: yeah. They make those out of cow, which is crazy. Really? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that.
5: Didn't know that they either. make those
1: out of cow. That's why they're sort of expensive. Damn. Yeah, I mean, about a
2: good ten years ago, everyone in New York City was killing these cows. That's <laughs>
1: what I'm saying.
2: Pradas was out here popping all over the place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the way.
4: Poor cows.
1: No, that's that's something I, I read too, like attachments and like. But that's when I get confused because it's like I'm attached to my family, like my nieces, and it's hard to like let go of, especially your family.
4: Well, that's the thing that like, I haven't fully like understood about myself, and that's kind of like where I get. I've run into a wall a little bit where I feel like, on one mm. end, like being spiritually aware uh, or following some kind of spiritual path, you have to be, to a certain degree, selfish. Mm-hmm. and Or what's perceived to be selfish from the outside world, like you become detached from things, and people that love you, and you care about them. like. Like Kevin, you were asking me earlier about friends, where people are like, "Well, you don't care about me anymore. You don't, you know, you don't need me in that way anymore." I'm like, "No, I don't need you. I love you. I love <laughs> you actually deeply. I love you more because I don't love you for being Kevin, the the individual. I love you as being a reflection of me, and therefore us being one." But it's it's hard, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's that's serious. <laughs> it's like the
5: only way people can they don't they don't listen to words; they only listen to the actions. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. no matter how much you tell people what
4: mm-hmm. they mean
5: to you, unless you show them, yeah, but yeah. mm-hmm. you can't show them because they can't really be in your life like that.
4: Yeah. So it's tough. It, yeah, it kind of comes so out to be selfish unless the other person has the same um, understanding. spiritual or understanding or li- at least uh, tries to understand where you're coming from. And that's why I I love my mom. You know, we live together. We're really good friends. But then there's often, when it comes to the topic of that kind of, like, part of my life, and and it's kind of been a priority for me, like spirituality, um, she gets mad. And, you know, it's it's not something we agree on because she's scared like as a mother she's scared that i will go a certain way that would not be a good way for me and she sees how i become more detached from her and like some things in my life that she would want she wouldn't want me to be you know it's not and and then it's like do you become less ambitious because you become more detached from things Do you Mm -hmm. want less Mm -hmm. in life do you want less money less career it's it's a thing that I feel like understanding my heart and for myself, but it's hard for me to put in words, bec- and and that I know that I haven't fully understood it. If I can't put words to it, like I, if I can't say it out loud, like yeah. if you can't explain it to a three-year-old, then you haven't fully grasped it, and it's it's the one thing that I have kind of like, how do I remain driven and ambitious in the person that I am, um, and you continue to accomplish and follow your dreams, and yet kind of let go and just be and let life flow.
5: Mm, I was just about to say, yeah, how do you let things be and then also be ambitious? So
2: it's like, it's a very difficult balance. Mm-hmm. I think in society makes it worse Like because mm-hmm. you, you have to make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to survive, especially living in New York City. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even know how to balance all those, like how to be true to yourself 100% in both directions.
5: Yeah. Yeah, because it's people that move out the city, they move, I don't know, to like a form or something. Mm-hmm. They're form for the rest of their lives, but well, well yeah. if you want more in life, but then is that ego because you want more in life? Or exactly. You
4: no, yourself? no, not necessarily. And I, that's what <laughs> I like that my the, the guru that I kind of follow, he says, you don't have to run away. Because a lot of people think, like, okay, yes, you can't fully, like, be yourself and maybe, like, contribute in New York City because their life is so crazy and busy and this and that. Okay, the solution is I run away and go live on a farm somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. For some people that works, and maybe for some people that is a decision, but it's not necessary for your peace of mind because, again, you're just perceiving. Like Whether you're in a farm, whether you're in a mountain, whether you're in a cave in the mil- Himalayas, we're in the middle of Times Square, you're just a perceiver. You're the observer of all these experiences that are happening around you, and, and you can make the choice whether you follow and you go with the thoughts that are like making you crazy, or you can just remain as the observer. Mm-hmm. And and, and I, I frankly think that, le- you know, staying in the middle of the, all the madness and trying to observe is, is a better thing to do. Because when I was in Brazil, I was living on top of a mountain with nothing around me. And it was great. I mean, no problems, nothing. Like, everyone's happy. It's peaceful. There's, like, how, how could you get mad? Like, there's birds tripping, sun shining. Like, what is there? I'm sleeping on, sleeping on the hammock, eating breakfast. Lunch is there. Dinner is there. There's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, of course you're going to be at peace. Try to be at peace when someone's screaming at you at your face or someone's <laughs> like, you see you see a mom and a, s- and a child hungry on the street or whatever, like you see all these things where you have to deal on a daily basis and that's, I think, the hardest thing to, to keep your balance. And and I again, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is exactly. I don't think it's to not be driven. I don't think it's to not follow your dreams. I think it's to, when you see that things are, like when, y- when you've decided in your heart, like I want to do this and you see that, are not really working out, maybe you accept it. Maybe you kind of let go and see like, okay, you know what? Life is not, <laughs> life is not, this is not meant to happen right now. She
1: wanted yeah. to hear these gems you were saying. She really needed to come closer.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are like really great points. But I w- also want to like back up to, the, to, to your question where you were like, what if you want more in life? I think a big part of people wanting more, well, the reasoning behind you wanting more, it depends on why you want more because people mm. simply want more for like, more attachments, yes. like I want more for more money. I want more so I can have a bigger house. More so I can show up to this yes. person, this, that, and the third. So I think if you want more, it depends on why you really want more. But then that could just lead to a whole nother cycle of other things. Such a like, a very uh, difficult puzzle. Yes. This life that we live in.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: No, I think what you said is, is right on to- right on point. Like bingo, like the intention behind it. It's really your intention about each action. Is it? I'm doing this to prove myself. When you talk about yourself, are you? Are you be, just being genuine yeah, and talking without with detachment? I'm this, I'm that, but nothing really is like,
3: mm-hmm.
4: oh, I'm this because I did this and that and this and that. Like, are you identifying? Are you being, like you said, what, yeah. the, what are the reasons why you're doing it? What's the intention behind it yeah. that you do everything?
2: People identify themselves with, like, their careers. Like, mm-hmm. so funny. Uh, J- Josh, I know Josh. My, one of my friends, Josh, I went to law school with. He works at a, a, a law firm or whatever. And the first day he worked there, they had people had to say their name. Is something, um, an interesting <laughs> fact about themselves, <laughs> and the kid was like, Oh, my name's da da and know. I went to Harvard. <laughs> like, that was yeah. in, that was an interesting fact about himself. Like, now you're at a law firm where everyone's smart, everyone went to you yeah. know, a great law school, and that's the most interesting thing you could think about about yourself is yeah. to tell people you went to Harvard. Yeah, and it was just like, I was like, Damn, like, that's crazy that he that, yeah. that that was his only thing that he mm. had about himself. Mm.
3: Yeah,
4: but I, so that's another thing that my guru says, like. You know you're not that, because when that's taken away, you're still there. That's
3: mm. so true. When, when things <laughs> you identify with, like when you
4: just remove them, and you're still there, you still exist. Yeah. Naked, clothed, hungry, doesn't matter, you're still here.
1: Shit. Yeah. I gotta reevaluate my life <laughs> <man. Get laughs> Stop home it. Now.
2: I gotta think about how I introduce myself to people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's an interesting fact about you, Drew?
2: I don't have any. Oh, stop it! I'm out here just living the regular life, <laughs> taking it day by day. An interesting fact about me
1: yeah. makes weird noises. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: know what an interesting. I guess an interesting, uh, interesting fact. I don't know about an interesting fact. I can tell you some like weird things I enjoy doing. Um, <laughs> do, <laughs> do we want to hear? I know, like, <laughs> I, so like, I, I like enjoy like. I enjoy. Researching different cities and places to travel to, yeah? with really no intentions of ever going. <laughs> 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 like the places that I, the places that I think I would never go to are the ones I'm always like researching. Like I know a shit ton about North Dakota.
3: Say <laughs>
4: one?
2: So like, nah. <laughs> but no, like I do research like a lot of random places and like our YouTube videos. Yeah. Like where people and are school. like giving like tours of the city or something like that or like random countries, and I'm like, okay, I experienced it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want there. to know something that. I won't know, like right. Example, like, I, I I probably will go to Brazil one day, so right. there's, no, there's no need for me to, to experience that through YouTube or something like yeah. that. But I'd like to experience random things I'll never do, like mm-hmm. I want to ride a path train. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I <laughs> go, so I might sit down and be like, oh, let me see what the path train looks like. YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> like just random shit like that. <laughs> okay, I wrote it now. All right, <laughs> <laughs> next. I do like very weird shit like that, like things I, I I'm never gonna. That I think I'm never gonna do in real life. I'll experience it some other way.
4: That's cool. That is funny. It's very weird. What about you, Kevin?
5: I don't know. Spotlight, it's hard, spotlight. Right? <laughs> it is. I don't know. Um,
1: can you come back to me? I got.
5: Yeah,
4: so we'll come back to Kevin.
1: It has to be something that no one knows that I never said.
4: Just an hey. interesting fact.
1: I could, we can could know it, but the
2: people might not know
1: it. I like space. Oh, oh yeah, I
2: yeah. said that.
1: I, w- I wish I was an astronaut. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> like they had an application actually on on. Um, the NASA website, that shit was way too long for me. I was like, I, don't, I don't have the patience. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a patience for this right now. I'm good. That was too long. I gave up. But that, yeah, I like space.
4: Did you see Interstellar?
1: That's why I like space.
4: Oh, beautiful. That's movie.
1: like one of the, like, I'm attached to the day I went to see it. Like, beautiful I remember movie. watching it and, like, after finding out, too, like it was it's it can't happen. That's something that, you know, mm-hmm. mathematically it's possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's always something like and I think I even always reverted back to Kev. Like, oh, the movie is like one of my greatest. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, it is.
1: Joys, I guess. Like I watch it every year.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh. It's so a great movie. It's a great I mean, movie the tattoos.
1: Like I would have not gotten the tattoos if it wasn't for that movie. Either. Yeah.
4: Like, yeah, that's interesting.
1: What about you? Oh, wait. Kevin, you ready,
4: Kevin? <laughs> no. man. Oh, right. come on, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that ordinary. You have, you're weird. You weirdo.
1: Uh, you gotta come back.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that spotlight, beanie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Me. Oh, I have a lot. I can just boom, boom, boom. I love wow. mason jars. I have an entire collection. I'm addicted to mason jars. Mason jars. All sizes. I have a gallon one, a shot glasses, a wine glass, all kinds of mason jars. I use them for all kinds of purposes. So weird. Um, weird. Yeah, I like.
1: You drink out of them.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Carry a lot of stuff in them. Another thing.
0: Uh, you you know <laughs>
4: well, you guys probably don't know this but like I really like sticking my finger when a girl puts a ponytail like when the, when you put a ponytail I like sticking my finger in the in the, in the hole yeah wow. it's so g- satisfying it's like the most satisfying thing just like ah uh. Uh. yeah that's me, that's me.
2: Kevin. Kevin. Kevin 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 do that again B
4: U B E S K A bubeska bubeska, bubeska. What does that mean? Um, it's just a nickname from Bulgaria. My coach used to call me. Bubeska. Bubeska. Yeah.
1: Mm. Sounds a mix of Bulgarian and Spanish.
4: No, yeah, I don't know what it is. Just, just Was a it a name. man? No. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Everything <laughs> right. gymnastics is only women. All
2: right, no, all right, good. That nickname, all right, cool. Anyway. <laughs> 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 you
4: dirty like, oh, mind. Oh, that's cute,
2: Bubeska. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. He will never change. I had to get that out. It was like like building
3: up (laughs) inside of me.
2: (laughs) So how can I deliver this joke? (laughs) Anyway, we appreciate you coming through. Thanks, guys. It was good catching up.
4: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah,
2: it was was fun. You see, you said you were nervous, and then out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. couldn't get the mic up or out of your (laughs) hand. Yeah,
4: thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you for coming through.
2: Um, as always, it's cool and out. no, great. Oh, no, 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 no. We got We gotta chill out. With okay. It. They they'll do if they want to. Okay. The the the, the 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 natural listeners would just gravitate to it, and they'll do what their heart tells them to do, as Bori said.
4: I'm right. I'm confused. What are you talking about?
2: So normally we have like a segment at the end where Boy. like telling the listeners they need to rate the podcast, subscribe, share with people. Okay. But they I know think, the deal. Yeah, but I think the people who like actually are true fans and listeners will actually just do that stuff naturally.
4: Right.
5: follow their heart yeah so
2: there's
4: no there's no heart. point it's constantly no like point.
2: shoving it down their throats
4: yeah it's
2: like you'll do it so as always we appreciate your support the love. You. thank you thank you and it's cool now
3: see you next week
1: stay cool you cool I'm cool you cool I'm cool
0: you
1: cool I'm cool we're cooling out you
0: cool I'm cool you cool I'm cool you cool I'm cool, cool? cool. we're cooling out